Hello everyone, this is Camille, and you are chilling with Millie. I originally recorded, recorded one, um, my first episode, but it was 57 minutes, I believe, and I wanted to keep this short. So I'm just going to dive right into a series that I wanted to do, which is about uh, my favorite serial killers. Now, the first one I'm going to start with is Notorious, is Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, you know the, the people eater. <laughs> now, Jeffrey Dahmer, his name is Jeffrey Lionel Dahmer, and he is known as the Milwaukee Cannibal. Now, all of his, um, like, murders, they all took place in Milwaukee. Now, there is a movie out. Uh, Ross Lynch plays Jeffrey Dahmer, but there's one that um, came out a little bit before that one, and it's called Dahmer. And it's actually a pretty good movie. I would say it's a pretty accurate. It came out, uh, movie, it came out 2002, and I think it's on Amazon Prime, but it's, it's a really nice movie. Um, probably a bit more like uh suspenseful than the one ross lynch did but they're still both uh, they're both really good movies now i'm going to go over like some facts about jeffrey dahmer now his father was a really religious man jeffrey dahmer was um was gay and his father did not like that so you know there for jeffrey dahmer there were repercussions for him being gay brought upon him by his father now when uh a little bit before when Jeffrey like um, became what he's known for, he it has said that he's had um, like a surgery, a double hernia to um, to uh, sort of, I guess, remove his hernia. And it was around the time that his brother was born. And so that already was, I guess, a big imp- impactful event that happened in his life that could have triggered why he did what he did. Now, some researchers have said that um, he also might have been diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. Now, Asperger's is, um, I'm no expert on Asperger's, but with Asperger's, I think it's um, its a developmental disorder, because I learned this one just psychology class. It's a developmental disorder that sort of um, affects how the person may socialize or communicate but it's 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 different pertaining to um, each person but they said that he may have asperger's syndrome uh and so many researchers have said that because of his struggle with um like mental disorders that is what um sort of will obviously pertain to why he uh, led to why he did what he did because we can see that many serial killers they all have some type of mental disorder obviously <laughs> and it's something that started when they were in, tra- in their childhood a lot of the times when it comes to children who exhibit disturbing behaviors they always researchers have always said that the number one thing that indicates someone to become some type of serial killer I've always heard that it's they will torture animals when they are younger but see we could also say the same thing about the people who allow their child to hunt when they are like five years old if they're allowed to hunt then that's not but then that could be seen as you know sociopathic psychopathic behavior but what i've learned in psychology class is that they he is that it's mainly they, they just never mentioned 
or acknowledge the fact that all the the people who hunt at a young age that they could be seen as having some type of psychopathic behaviors but it's sort of sort it's sort of bypass now with Jeffrey Dahmer his life was sort of grim um he was obsessed with animal bones at a young age which like i said is an indicator for psychopathic behavior um and so i think it was something that his father had encouraged sort of i think his father was a scientist of some sort and so it you know you can look past it because it's a, he's a scientist you know and so he was obsessed with animal bones and he liked how they you know like a puzzle they can be put back together you can also learn this stuff in his his videos where he's um interviewed before like getting um executed or is yeah those those are really cool videos to watch as well to learn about this stuff but he would um he asked i think what i learned from one of these videos was that he asked his father what would happen if he put chicken bones um in bleach and so that sort of continued his obsession with animal um with animal bones and sort of death and so his father you know his father sort of just took it as his son was just um interested in science you know parents when they he didn't you know parents I mean when their child is interested in things that may be deemed as odd you know, parents score sort of go along with it. I Means their child, they'll do anything for their child, because his fun, his son was finally finding a, a, a passion for something, and it just so happened to be scientific, dealing with uh, animal bones. And so, he showed his son, showed Jeffrey how to clean the animals, um, and how to preserve them, which sort of is a precursor to what he does later on in his life. And so it's like disposal of the remains of the um of the animal and cleaning skulls it and then he sort of collected them and then Mr. Jeffrey Dahmer is also sort of uh not really a loner but uh he was just an outcast not really an outcast like what we see today cuz outcasts today are sort of uh, are different um then when Jeffrey Dahmer was in high school and he I, th- he I think he was also an alcoholic as well and so he um was just sort of run down and that his abuse of um alcohol when he was a child sort of uh played into his um I guess demented uh personality demented demeanor and it uh sort of run him down to the ground and so uh it sort of led him to a, a lifestyle of isolation and his i his just his whole life was sort of rained on you know it, he just had a never ending um depressive cloud following him wherever he went i think it's one of those things where it if it's not sort of uh taking care of or seen when he is as he's growing up then it's something that could get worse if it's not helped when he's at an age where you could help and he's able to communicate his feelings but because he had um like a, a mental disorder it's it 
could have been a bit harder, but it's one of those things where uh, it's could it's hard for others to point it out if it's not um, understood or if he doesn't um, like tell someone, you know. Now, just know that I'm not in um, a psychologist, but it's just it's stuff that that I've learned and picked up while taking psychology classes. So take it with a grain of salt, please. <laughs> now. After he graduated high school, um, I'm guessing that his life didn't really um, like shoot up. You know, people like we see in movies, people graduate high school, they automatically get a job. You know, they may go to college or they they do something that you know it goes up. But I'm guessing with Jeffrey Dahmer, since his life was already at a standstill when he graduated high school, it sort of stayed that way. So there's nothing exciting that is a normal excitement that went on. So he graduated in 78 to 1978, I believe. And so I think it was it was also around the time that he picked up his first victim and it was a, she was a hitchhiker and um her name was let me see her name was his name sorry his name was Stephen Hicks now in the movie um my friend Dahmer they actually I would say um I wasn't there obviously to see this but I would say that they the um depiction of whatever he did pick up the hitchhiker Stephen Hicks I would say it looked pretty accurate it's what I would imagine um had happened now Stephen Hicks was a hitchhiker and uh Jeffrey Dahmer picked him up alongside the road you know, it's, he's a hitchhiker, so. Um, and then he took him to his parents' house. Um, and, and that's where, you know, it all went down. And so whenever he picked up the hitchhiker, oh, he, the hitchhiker Hicks was on his, uh, Stephen Hicks was on his way to a rock concert. And um, Jeffrey Dahmer convinced him to um, be a companion to him while he was driving on his way home and of course he said yes and so they went to go grab drinks um you know Stephen Hicks doesn't really know how Jeffrey Dahmer is so of course he went along and so they drunk together uh now Jeffrey Dahmer is an avid drinker anyway so it sort of took a turn for the worse and so when Hicks wanted to leave um, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer ended up um, bludgeoning him to death with a dumbbell. Uh, I think in the movie they show that. It's not as graphic as I would have thought. For some reason, I expected it to be like very graphic, but then I can understand why they probably didn't want to make it too graphic, you know. But I, I feel that any movie involving any type of serial killer, I feel like they should have uh, make it more gruesome gory it's it's like make it almost as if we are there you know watching it and so but uh i don't think he killed him instantly um well it will he probably did kill him instantly i mean if he gets bludgeoned he's gonna get killed instantly but his hicks's death didn't really become known well into the 90s. So this was 78. Um, let me see, what's my math? I gotta do some math here. 
that was that 11 years 11 years i believe and it 12 years i believe it 12 years later it was known um after he had murdered 16 more people and then he ended up in custody now the 16 other people he had murdered were um let me look it up let's see it's 16 other people he murdered were um like his youngest victim was um a little boy named uh, conorak phone. he was 14 and the oldest was 36 and uh jeffrey dahmer would take pictures of their like uh their dismembered bodies um which is a lot of serial killers would keep a trophy so they can remember what they did i think that's sort of an unknown thing that many serial killers would do and so in another reason why he like i mentioned earlier he was dealing with his own um sexuality because he was known to be um, a homosexual his father like i mentioned was very religious so because and, and often condemned jeffrey dahmer for being homosexual and so because he was not able to another reason why he was doing this because he was not able to freely be himself without his father sort of um, like isolating him or bashing him because he was gay. And so on top of his already, um, his tendency to want to um, like, like do puzzles, you know, put things together and how bones were fitting, to, fit, animal bones were fit together. On top of that, he was dealing with his own sexuality and the fact that his father was not accepting of it and so he sort of took it out and um uh on on innocent men now in a way how i always saw it was now remember i'm no expert how i always saw it was that the reason why he did what he did was in a way to sort of you know as we know to combat his his desires to be with man with a man but because of his rage and his sort of resentment for his father for his father not accepting him as he is it's like a, a punch in the face to his father you know um you, you don't it's like you don't accept me how i am um then i'm going to sort of ruin your life by becoming a, a monster the monster that you probably already see that i am by me being homosexual and so that's how i always understood it now i would say Jeffrey Dahmer is actually the first serial killer that I've ever learned about. Um, I wouldn't say I was a young age, but I was still young, younger than by 18. And uh, I think a lot of people took it as, took Jeffrey Dahmer's demeanor, what he did as a joke. You know, they would use it in jokes. But Jeffrey Dahmer, his, his whole life situation and what he did very much isn't a joke because it's something, it's something that even goes on today, but um, we probably won't even hear about it. Just like with Jeffrey Dahmer, he did this for so long and he, he didn't really get captured until years after. And so when he did get captured in 91, he was sentenced to 16 life terms. Now that <laughs> that's something else because 16 life terms, he would have already been dead 
Um, cause I think he was in his thirties when he got caught or something like that. And so that 16 life terms is a lot. He probably would have already died by the time the 16th life term, even before that, he would have already died by the time that came. But he was, uh, he was three years after he was captured in 91, 94, he was, uh, killed by his, his fellow inmate, Christopher Scarver. Um, now I've read a few things about why Christopher Scarver killed Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, one of the reasons I heard was because he, because Christopher heard what Jeffrey Dahmer did. Um, and so he sort of took out his, uh, rage on <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer. But, um, it was reported, there are, there are different, like, reports on why Scarver may have killed, um, Dahmer. And it was reported that Scarver believed, had thought that Dahmer was, um, like he didn't repent for his sins. So um, he, you know, I guess in a way to himself, he did the Lord's work, air quotes around that. He did the Lord's work, I guess, um, providing he provided a service for all who have been doomed by Jeffrey Dahmer by killing Dahmer himself. Because he also said that, uh, it was also reported that Dahmer would also often taunt his inmates um, by, you know, um, taking his food and presenting it in a way that it looks like severed limbs and using ketchup to look like blood. So, you know, it was it was something that was, uh, how, how I saw it was, it was something that was going to happen anyway, because, um, you know, he's taunting people with wanting to dismember them so it, it needs a prison you know everyone is out in the open some people are just mixed in there where like murderers are mixed in with um with like burglars it, it's just a it's just a clump of a lot of different types of people and so to me it seems like it was bound to happen and so it was just ooh, it, it was something else now with Jeffrey Dahmer, I didn't think, I don't think there was really a, um, like a commonality among which victims he chose, other than that they were all men. He didn't really, um, he wasn't really prejudiced against uh, the race, really, because he has some Hispanics, I believe. Um, many of them were African American. And then I think he has about two Caucasian men. Um, there's no, there's not really a, um, a similarity among them, really. And so he, he was, like I said, he was really very much battling his own, his own desires. And so that's why he did what he did. Um, now for Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, so there were 17 boys that he had killed, all aged 14 to 36. And so, oh goodness, um, the, the very gruesome thing about this is that you can find the pictures of like the dismembered bodies and stuff, you can find that on Google, like they didn't even censor crap out. So whenever I first learned about this, I, it sort of, it, it takes you back, you know, you sort of lose your soul because 
you hear about all that humanity is capable of, and you can sort of guess all that humanity is capable of, but it's the minute you see it happen that sort of takes you back and it, 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 in a way it kills your spirit and, and ruins you, even though it, you weren't the one really affected by the, the deaths of the people and the actions taken upon them. And it's just, it, it really is something else. Now, his parents, now there are a few videos of his, of interviews with his father and his mother. I think in a few, in one of the videos I watched, you, you could sort of tell how they are slightly denying the fact that they ever abused him. Now, the thing is, when it comes to um, religion, and um, when it comes to incorporating religion into and religion going up against with beliefs and um, things like that, it can it sort of um, plays a part in in everything, especially if it's your parents who are really religious. Now, Jeffrey Dahmer's parents, their names are Lionel, that's his father, and Joyce is his mother. Um, now, a lot of parents, you know, they're, they're innocent when it comes to understanding their child. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of children aren't open, are as open with their parents as one would, as their parents would hope. And so, they were not really um, uh, able to understand or they didn't really know about how unwell their son was until I guess they started picking up on his behaviors as he got older. Because you know, many many parents who are in a situation like they are, where they were just sort of oblivious to it, you know, they would claim they were in a normal household, which to them, it may have been a normal household. But once uh, his parents sort of got divorced, I a divorce always, um, can be hard on the child, especially if it's something that just happens out of the blue or if it's something that isn't really explained to the child. Because sometimes, you know, children won't really understand why their parents are separating. And then it can take a really big toll on the child because they're not, um, they, they really don't know what's going on. And so they claim that he wasn't abused um, in his, during his childhood. And that could be the case, because in many cases with serial killers, a lot of them um, are abused. But the thing is that because his father was um, absent and during his childhood, because of their, like, you know, the parents' divorce, because Lana was absent during Dahmer's childhood, and because they weren't really fluid um, with what was going on, they were really fluid with Jeffrey. It, it did take a toll um, on Jeffrey. And because of his father's, um, uh, like, sort of, I guess, disregard towards Jeffrey, um, it, it really threw up some red flags um, with, within their household. Now, when it comes to having parents um, who are sort of um, like in Jeffrey's case, his father um, was not really 
um, accepting of his homosexuality. When it comes to parents who are um, a bit uh, against the child's lifestyle, it makes the child feel less than what they are, and it creates tension. Uh, and his father even expressed the homophobia towards Jeffrey, and he was physically and verbally abusive towards him. And with any type of abuse, like I mentioned earlier, with any type of abuse, it really does deplete um, a child, even a teenager, adult. It really depletes a person's um, uh, feeling towards themselves and others. And so, you know, when a child is growing up with their parents, in Jeffrey's case, it, it, it was sort of really a lot of tension when he was growing up with his parents. But when a child's growing up with their parents, they sort of get a feel for how to interact with people and how they get a taste for, you know, um, like how people are, in, in a sense, really. And with Jeffrey Dahmer, he sort of got a negative um, ideal for that. And it was, it. he just, he really did um, get... Um, the, the the bad end of the stick and he carried that with him and it sort of continued all throughout of his life um, now Jeffrey Dahmer did I believe he did eat some of his victims because he also kept their dismembered um, body parts in fridges and in, in a fridge and I think at one point they also found that some of the body parts were like like kept in crates because um, there's a video of them retrieving some body parts that just so happened to be, you know, in like large, large bags. And so it was, um, it was, it was very much, it was a lot to take in for the people who had, were there on site. And it, who, it was gruesome. And so there are, um, are some like, pictures online like I mentioned earlier there are some pictures and let me see and the pictures are they're not blurred and so it's it's it gives you the heebie-jeebies it definitely gave me the heebie-jeebies and uh, let's see now I Another one of my favorites is Ted Bundy because his was the Zac Efron played Ted Bundy in the in the movie. Uh, was it extremely wicked? It was extremely wicked and vile, something like that. And that was actually a pretty nice movie. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. It was like, it was a really nice movie. Um, I would say it was a bit more, um, it, it wasn't as gruesome. Like, it, it showed what he, like, how he was charming towards the ladies, you know, it showed victimology because he, he, um, uh, attacked women who looked a lot like his wife, uh, because his wife is a brunette, and I think he, um, all of his victims were brunettes. And, but it, it's still a, a really good movie. Zac Efron really did a really good job in that. You know, compared, it's, it's a very big contrast between his high school musical days 
and he, and now he's playing a, a serial killer. And with Ted Bundy, it's very different than Jeffrey Dahmer. I won't get into too much of it, but I will like give a bit, a, a little bit of um, background information to Ted Bundy. Now, Ted Bundy, he was what I've always learned with Ted Bundy was that he was sort of fueled by um, like rejection, letdown, sort of. Now, his very first girlfriend, whenever he was dumped by her, um, I think I've I've always learned that that's why he, that's sort of the, the pushing moment as to why he did what he did. And so now with Ted Bundy, he was very charming. And when he did go on trial, it was very big um, press. Like all the women were outside because they were looking at how um, beautiful he looked because he was so charming and so many women in the videos at the end of the movie many women were like he's very nice looking very charming you know um now ted bundy he was able to um evade authorities for a, a long time um and so he got away with a lot but when it comes to serial killers a lot of them are charming some of them are not it, they're they're all different in their own way um, but they all sort of needed help and it's one of those things where it's you would have to sometimes you can catch it early but sometimes you can't and sometimes it's too late but when it comes to any type of psychology it's um, it's very controversial because it, it it has so many ranges but I'm going to go ahead and end this um, podcast and thank you for listening and I'm going to do more of these um, later on. So thank you for uh, chatting with Millie. Adios.